What up, what up, what up? Back at it with again with the white vets. Come on. What are those? Damn, Daniel. <laughs> We're old. We're uh, God, we really old because, like, Daniel probably like a whole college graduate now. Yeah. Ugh. Daniel is probably at least 25 <laughs> Daniel <laughs> listens to our podcast. He totally so. does. Shout out to damn Daniel. Shout out um, to Dan Daniel and that damn blue and black dress that was white and gold also. Yeah, and All the pink the, and white vans that was really a purple and blue or some shit. Uh, you um, know what pink that I just got? What you get? Iverson 3s. Don't do that. I don't know. Don't I think they're Iverson 3s. They're Iverson something, but they're pink. And I'm so hyped to get them jobs. I, I want a pair. You know what, actually, friend? I've had a couple sneakers that I've been looking at. And I'm just sitting here like, bitch, you don't... <laughs> listen, this, this listen. This is how I talk to myself. <laughs> I be like, bitch, you don't wear the other 90 pair you have. Don't get shit else. <laughs> so, it's so crazy because, like, I just put three <sighs> pairs of... um. <laughs> hey, hey, peeps, welcome to the farmer's market. Um, I just put three pairs of shoes like out on Poshmark because I bought (laughs) I'm apparently doing an exchange program with Poshmark um, because I just bought two pairs of sneakers from Poshmark and I put three out there yeah Um, that's a good that's a good method because well it would be if it worked not it don't work it just I just put them out last week they haven't sold yet but I did sell a pair of shorts okay come on shorts so I'm like, okay, let me find out Poshmark actually works. I'm it does. Hold on, y'all. Like you just did. <laughs> Welcome to the farmer's market. Because we absolutely just started fucking talking. <laughs> My bad, y'all. We haven't we haven't talked talked in like a week. I know. I'm are you free after this or no? Girl, I got like three other phone calls to make, but I can call you after that. Okay. I'm free until tomorrow. I mean until Wednesday. So it's not right. till tomorrow. No, to Wednesday. Uh, um, but right. no. Yeah, I can call you after after all the dust settles. Well, you gather your life because I have a reading I need to finish too. Um, but um, yes, I'm sorry. Anyway. R- go. There's a there's a question that you sent me about healing. Can w- whatever we do, can we do that last? Because I have a question for our spiritual girls out here that I need you to answer. Okay, for the you girls. answered part of girls. it this morning. Okay, but the other half I need to know so that we can address it and give it out, give the information to the girls out here that need to be doing some spiritual work today on this full moon, on this uh, lunar eclipse, or whatever it, 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 on this listen, flower it's, moon. It's too much. I don't, I don't even get into everything. I just know Mercury's in lemonade. There's a full okay. moon. It's Scorpio. It's a the blood moon. is still around. Yeah, then we got an eclipse, eclipsing somewhere in a corner. Scorpio, listen, I'm I'm worn out as a Scorpio. Every sign is in every house inside of every moon on top of every um, constellation. I'm, I'm worn out. As <laughs> I'm worn out as a Taurus sun. I'm worn the fuck out. I can't keep uh, up with everything that y'all doing in my birth chart. I just can't. It's a um, lot. <laughs> no, but I have you, and we can absolutely do that at the end. Thank you. Um, but yeah, friend, I just I have secretly gone back to the sneaker question, but I really kind of oh, yeah. I have been wanting things, and I'm just like, 
for one, I don't go enough places to wear sneakers. That part. And for two, I don't even like shoes. That that's also true. Not even you in. Will, you'll throw a slide on in a in a minute. Get into it, okay? Not even. <laughs> not <laughs> even, right? That I hate shoes in, like the physical, but in concept, like I right. very much will give you a Jesus thirteen. Because I just can't get with the fact that I would have my foot enclosed, and I don't like that. I don't like that. But I don't even think you really like clothes for real, for real. Yeah, oh, why do all my best friends know me so good? They just know. <laughs> they know. And I was just saying everything that. So I just ordered some stuff from Shein. So hopefully I can have some clothes. But I was like, I was. It was between that and ordering new underwear, and I was like, you know what, Corinne. Let's lay off on the underwear because you have plenty of underwear to wear around the house. That's fair. And you don't have no clothes to wear, like if you want to go somewhere fancy. So you need to order maybe some fancy clothes. So maybe if you like them, you'll get dressed more. Um, That's but fair. we'll see. Um, because I really wanted the underwear. I knew, oh, like I had a couple of like three hundred dollars worth of underwear, and I'm just like, girl. Where are you People going? People want to know what my kink is. Underwear. It is. <laughs> I love me, Listen, I love me some good underwear. Um, shout too. out to Fenty. Shout out to Kevin Klein. Shout out to uh, Carterwear up in King of Prussia. Um, okay. I believe it's a black-owned underwear brand for men. Get I will be it. making my way up there maybe this weekend if we don't end up going to get tacos. We are going to get tacos. It's on my calendar. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my calendar. It was in the budget. Don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm going to just, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I may not feel like driving two hours. You know what? We absolutely can go to King of Pressure. Okay. We absolutely can. Thank you for saying that because. We absolutely Because <laughs> I thought about that too. I was like, damn, damn. Um, that is two hours. It is, and we could possibly find some tacos up in KOP. We absolutely can find some tacos. I'm absolutely getting tacos from KOP. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, Ruth Chris is up there too. Uh, but my favorite, I don't know if my restaurant's still up there, but there used to be a Spanish, um, a Mexican fusion restaurant up there that I loved. <laughs> oh my god. Bless me. Okay, yeah, we, we could absolutely get into a KOP vibes. We cool. always get tacos. Um, all right, then. Let's do that. Because I made, just... We've made a plan. <laughs> we've made a plan. I just... <laughs> I want to do the, the tacos in Annapolis. But we... I feel like I want to go down for, like, a weekend so that I'm not just driving two hours for tacos. Because, you know, Taco Bell suffices for me. Don't do me. Because I definitely did drive four hours for tacos. No. You drove four hours for a pop-up shop. I You ended did. up with tacos as a consolation prize. And, uh, um funnel cake that I only ate like two pieces of and then throw it. Um that's neither here nor there. I had a good time though. It was a good alone time. Um but you neither here nor there. What you do this week? Uh, I'm stressed myself out. All right. And then shit. and then had a mental health retreat uh <laughs> where I was also stressing myself out. So <laughs> that's what yeah. I did. Um, I'm not laughing at Trump is laughing at the <laughs> <laughs> I 
also made some, well, had some life decision changing conversations that I can't talk about on here. So we'll have to talk about that later. Why do you do this to me every week? Like, you don't even understand the panic that just arrived. No. It's also because, listen, y'all, for everybody that's out there, if y'all haven't figured out over the last year, um, I can be sporadic and a little erratic at times. And my way of of breaking news to people that I'm doing things is very along the same lines of sporadic and erratic. So I just, I just, I don't tell people until like, basically it's happening. Oh my um, God. But nothing's happening right now. Like it's nothing crazy. I just, I talked with my therapist she gave me good thoughts. Yes. And now I am trying to put those thoughts into motion. That's all. let's let's do it. Okay, because I thought you were gonna say you're moving to Mexico and I was gonna no. like stress the fuck no. out because what the fuck? <laughs> Camera I, I'm recording, beloved. I am not moving anywhere for at least it's twenty twenty two for at least another two and a half years. Well, I'm not moving anywhere out of the, the area. We might move back to like Wilmington or to Philly. We're not sure yet, but we're not moving anywhere out of the area for another like two and a half years. Okay, cool. Because I was like going to lose it. I was going to be like, oh my God, Stefan. No, mm-hmm. I can go to Mexico, but shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's where we really need to go. No, we need to go to Puerto Rico. Listen. I've been to Mexico numerous times. Anyway, let's get, how it. was your week? Um, what did you my week do? has been dealing with allergies. Mm, girl, yes. Um, I've and never had it. I've never had it this bad. And I thought it was just Cameron. And then two, maybe I came to the event for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe two days before that, I started waking up like with a stuffy nose and just my eyes itching. My eyes have been itching and bothering me for like before I even started sneezing and snotting. And I was just like, bruh. Save it. Bruh. Where is this coming from? <laughs> because I have never had it this bad. But I was like, you know what? I would take allergies over everything else that's in the air. So um, I did get some Claritin for me and Cameron. Because I had Cameron doing like dinner drill when he was like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he's lightened up a smidge. Um, but still sneezing a little bit. So I got us some Claritin myself. And for him... And we're going to get the girls together because I can't be saying it like this. Nope. I can't. I can't. I don't like this. I don't like. You know, I don't like me. So I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. So that's really been my week. I have not been feeling a hundred percent. I don't feel like terrible. Like my body doesn't hurt or none of that type of stuff. But I just feel like what the fuck. Gotcha. So that's where I've been. I've been on a social media secrets happen fast. Um. I take off Mercury retrograde um, just because communication is poor and because I'm a public figure. You know what? And I love that for you. I don't want to misspeak. Want to do that. Yeah, you should do it. I don't want to misspeak. I don't want people to misunderstand what it is I'm saying because I'm already direct and I'm already very straight (laughs) to the point. 
I don't want the girls to get offended. And, you know, they cancel the girls halfway. And I don't like that. I don't want that for me. I don't want that for my brand. I don't want that for anything associated with me. So I just keep it cute and put it on mute. It's a good way to take a break. Um, I don't stop working 100%. I just limit things that require me to communicate to a large amount of people or even a small amount of people. Um, Because people don't be knowing. So that's what I've been doing this week. And it's been good. I've gotten quite a few things mapped out, created. Um, I have a nice little stuff I'm trying to get done to potentially launch when I come back. If not, it's not ready. It's not ready. I'm not rushing it. But I've been working on that. Um, yeah, because, you know, Mercana in Retrorana don't yeah, like she... to let you get ahead of anything. No. So that's why I said I ain't even going to push, like... I'm going to be ready because I don't think so. But it's cute to think I could be ready. Um, So I got that stuff handled. And I'm just waiting on one more thing. And then that stuff will be ready to ship out when I officially come back. Um, I want to promote some stuff a little bit more. I also want to get back into my pure romance bag. Because, baby, I put her down. Mm -hmm. I very well put her down. And I had to have the girls come and help me. I mean, obviously it's a business, so they should want to buy stuff for me. But I really right. had to get the girls to help out because I was like, "Yeah, I want to keep this, but I don't want to put the effort into it." So hopefully, right. during this retrograde, um, I can revisit that and see how I can breathe some life into it. I have no energy to do parties, but I would absolutely love to be a social seller. So that's what I'm working on right now. Um, can you do package bundles with your stuff, like? I could. I did. Actually, that's how I got the girls to get involved. I just said, listen, like, I need this many sales. Anybody that gives me a sale, I will give you a reading. <laughs> like, just yeah. please help me. Um, or it's like your, your washes. Yes. Um, I could do that. I don't have anything on hand really anymore. I had a lot. I had, like, not a huge stock, but I had some things on hand. But I had a flash sale. Got rid of that stuff because it was just sitting and I didn't want any more. So, <laughs> we got rid of it. Fair. Um, but I could do something like that. Um, that went well. Um, the girls really got into her. Um, and that just gave me an idea. See, this is why we're best friends, and this is why we have to talk like this because things come up for me, and I'm just like, oh, okay, right, right. So, 100%. Thank you, best friend, for that idea. Um, what was another thought I was gonna say? My eyes are fucking burning, anyway. On to today's topic. So, hey guys, as you know, we've been doing the new format, and I think we've officially made a year. Nope. We didn't? Two weeks. I think the first episode was May 30th of last year. I believe you. I absolutely believe you. That's right. Because you be knowing, and I don't be knowing. Well, I only know because I think when I asked, that's what you told me. I didn't actually look. Yeah, it's the 30th. Hey. What day is that on this year? The 30th is on Monday when we typically record uh, on, at, I think, game that. night. Well, I think technically game night's supposed to be next week. Oh, yeah, so we would need to do something. Maybe we could, I don't know, razzle dazzle. When we talk later, we'll talk. Yeah. Um, But we're doing it in a format, as you guys know, can tell. We talked about. Last week's episode is coming, by the way. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, 
I just realized last week's episode is not out. That's hilarious. I, I want to put it out as soon as we get over here. <laughs> this is the problem. Here's the problem. Here's why I did not go out on time. Because I'm taking a social media break, I did not remember to That's edit, fair. quote unquote, edit <laughs> and put it up. So it will go up tonight. Both episodes will go up tonight. I'm not even going to play myself. And they will be promoted. Anyway, moving on. With our new schedule, last week we talked about the media um, and we talked about Love and Rhyme. Um, and the name of the episode will be Jill Scott is Camp. Okay. <laughs> she is Camp. So that's the name of the episode. <laughs> so you'll hear that. that when you hear the episode. Because <laughs> I think what was the episode before that is. Um... Oh wait, no, that wasn't the Jackson Jesse Jackson episode. No, that was the last one. That was the last yes. game night. Um, but yeah, it's yes. definitely gonna be called Jill Scott's Camp because baby, woo, she is. Anyway, so we talked about her. We talked about caretaking with National Sibling Day, and now we're going to get into our very special new segment that will fully launch next month. We just wanted to kind of get a feel for or show you guys what it consists of yep. um so on my stories uh we need to do that when we talk later too best friend yes you know what i'm talking about we got to come up yes, with that so we can get the people um anyway <laughs> on your stories on the stories um we asked what would you want to ask a therapist so, what we're going to do in the third week of the month, each month, is we will have a listener come on. Is this the way I'm understanding it, right? Yes. We will have a listener come on and have the ability to ask that therapist with an ask their questions. Is that, am, am I correct? Yes. Okay, best friend? Yeah. Fill them in. Yeah, so it's the the idea was like the old um, Dear Sally thing column from the newspaper or the uh, Ask Ashley from the Amanda show who <laughs> shot it to my 90s kids. Um, but just being it, like, they always had people write in and they would do, even like on Frasier, well, sometimes Frasier would talk to people, but they would write in and then they would just wait to like hear feedback and hope that they get called like on the radio or hope that their story pops up in the news that they get an answer. And we wanted to take it like a step further, especially because us being in a profession that we're in, Uh us talking about the things that we talk about on here, we wanted an opportunity to like bring it to somebody's actual like face and like dialogue about it, have a conversation about it um, to see how the feedback can like work in action, but then you can also like ask the follow-up questions. You could ask for examples. You could ask for like, how do, how do our clients handle certain situations? And so it's not necessarily like a therapy session as much as it is almost like one of your venting sessions. Right. Or, um, Maybe like uh, how you would kind of talk to like, I don't want to say like a mentor, but maybe just getting some some general kind of surface level ideas of 
how better to like handle certain situations in hopes that that will then also help other people that are listening or that have listened or that will listen. Um, yes. Um, in some of the same situations. So what I was saying too um, is that it'll give you in my mind, right? I was talking in my mind while you were talking. Got it. <laughs> Fuck my life. Um, but <laughs> it's like a behind the scenes book, right? So as the therapist, getting that behind the scenes chance to ask us questions that right. you may have about therapy. That's how I would like to frame it. Just sure. because I don't want people to confuse it with, like you said, a therapy session or maybe a mentorship session or event session. I want you to come the person who comes on or the listener is coming on. We want you to be able to ask the behind the scenes questions. Sure. Um, you know, like, well, how, how do I approach this with my therapist or what does this yeah. look like in therapy? Yes. What does anger management look like? Or how do I know this is the right therapist? Those types of questions Fair. was what I was envisioning for this segment, but I could be wrong. No. I, I'm open to the interpretation okay. of both. Um, I think either one works. Either way, because we could do it back and forth. It don't matter. Exactly. Um, it also our, just depends on what. Love the product. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, though. Shout out to the creators. Look at us. But I think it also would depend on what question from what person we decide, like that we pick. So we might one week have a person that's asking about just the process of therapy or like how we got into it or like what they should look for in a therapist. Like a lot of the things that we've talked about on here but in a conversational way that then could potentially, like that helps them, but then also maybe help other people think about things that they may not, may not have thought about before or ask a question in a way that they didn't think to ask. Um, so I think it's all, it can be whatever we, whatever angle it comes from, depending on what question we get or what thought we get to bring that person on. Does that make, that make sense too? That makes sense too. Um, so we will be again next month aggressively trying to find the listener. Um, yes, by then have them vetted, if you will. Yeah, um, and ready and prepped to give the girls what the girls need, okay? Um, and the guys and the thems. I don't want y'all to feel left out when I say the girls because when I say the girls, I mean everybody, it's everybody. Okay. Everybody, <laughs> because dumb. we need to, like my like the question I ended off with on the last episode. We need to embody everything. It's the, the only way that that we can be, we can reach the full potential of greatness that we want. But then also we share it with other people. That's how relation. That's how secure attachment is formed. Come on, secure attachment. Okay. Don't do us. Yeah. Don't do us. I can't not. It's my job. <laughs> okay. Um, so, best we're friend, to get it started, guys, we're going... Are you okay? Uh-huh. I'm okay. sorry. I'm cooking. It's so, fine. It's fine. I'm like, it's you fine. might hear intermittent moments of stirring and or... It's fine. Stirring. Anyway, yes. Please As you know that. where I live, 
So I did have some questions that I asked on my stories that I did want to answer for the brawls. Um, just me and you. Uh-huh. And then we will bring the girls on next month as we talk yeah. about. So let's get down to the nitty gritty, shall we? Because this will also introduce, like, maybe we can we can sort through these and maybe talk about the things that um, that we will talk about, right? Or like that we would answer, and then other things that like would be too much that we wouldn't answer that on here. All right, you see what I'm saying? Makes sense. All right, cool. So one of the first questions that we saw in this question box was effective communication tips to get my point across without having to nag about it later. What would the therapist Don't ever communicate with this person ever again. I'm playing. Woo, baby, that was my answer. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm joking. That's not the right answer. Um, That's not the right answer. No, please don't use that answer. <laughs> please don't. You know we're going to cut somebody we'll just... in a minute on here. You got two caps. It's up. Cut some and cut them. Cut. Cut some and cut them. Um, <laughs> no. Do, do you want to go first? So I, I would like say figuring out effective communication tips to me to answer this question would be environment. And what environment are you asking the person to do these things? Mm-hmm. Um, also, asking the person to repeat it back. Mm-hmm. Not enough people process what you say. Not enough people will process what you say to provide adequate feedback or even to mm-hmm. understand what you've said. So if you find yourself saying something to somebody or asking somebody to do something and they haven't done it yet, there's two options. Either they didn't hear you or understood what you asked. Right. Or two, they don't give a fuck. So you gotta, well. you gotta figure out or eliminate one. So if you are communicating effectively and clear with these tips, it would be, hey, Cam, go take the trash out. I'm gonna then ask Cam, did you hear what I said, or could you right. repeat back what I said? Right. Because that's going to clarify, one, if he listened or heard, Mm -hmm. and two, if he understood. Now, if he looks at me blankly, Mm -hmm. I know he didn't hear about anything that I said, which means that doesn't allow you to understand. And I know a lot of people with communication, they're like, but you're an adult. You should should hear me. You can hear. No, baby, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's not how it works. Nope. People don't even be listening to hear. I mean, they don't be hearing to listen. Um, they, they're not paying attention. So in the world of ADHD that we live in, a lot of right. people don't even be focused when you're talking. Right? So they can't get the information in to actually complete the command or answer to whatever your question was. Right. So the communication tips that I would give to this person is environment. Is it loud? Is it distractions going on? What's happening? Clear yeah. all that out. If that's the case, then now the person can concentrate here. You know what I'm saying? I do. And then you can... But then you can also... You can 
you can, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Finish your thought, please. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I just stopped because Kane bought a, a whole bag of pretzels out here and just set it on the couch and it spilled out. Um, um cracking up. So my mouth was just like, what? How um, we get here? I know, so not to put them in a gallon bag. Like, what the fuck? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, again, communication, everybody's not at the same place and you may not even be at the place that you think because you might not have known that before you get what i'm saying you think you're communicating so clear to somebody whole time i never heard what you said that's me story of my life or never understood what you said so maybe they heard but they didn't understand because everybody's right. processing time takes time so i tell people when you are communicating eliminate distractions in the environment immediate so like no phones no tv all that right because you can't, you can't expect somebody to hear you and understand you in an environment where there's nothing conducive to hearing and understanding. And it's okay to ask people. And I know you're like, well, that sounds naggy too. It's not. It's like, I just, and if they challenge you, just say, I just want to make sure you understood and that you heard me because X, Y, maybe the dishes was too loud or maybe it was the TV. Hey, did you, I just want to make sure that you heard me. I'm not, you know. Correct. Naggy. I just want to make sure you heard me. I didn't know if you heard me or not. I wasn't, you know, you didn't give off. You heard, you know what I mean? Because right. <laughs> you, you didn't comply. So that lets me know maybe you, maybe you didn't hear. Um, so the, to Clubhouse piggyback off of that. Come on, Clubhouse. I think one of the things that we also have to acknowledge, like with, um, crap, what did you just say? Sorry, I got distracted by, more, by, I said, crap, what did you just say? talking about in a clearing extraction clearing distractions in the environment mm, yes but then you said you don't want to be nagged yes yeah, she didn't want to be that nagged. i wanted to clubhouse piggyback off of so to me to me that might come off to me as can i just said that twice unintentionally you're a naggy person oh and i'm not saying not necessarily in a bad way, but you might have a micromanaging kind of personality. Because of anxiety. Right. Because of anxiety, because of things that you've learned, because maybe like you just were never listened to when you were younger. So you had to keep saying stuff and keep nagging to make sure you were hurt. And now you've brought that into your adult life, right? And so for some people, you have to be naggy because you, well, let's, I guess I'm thinking of a romantic relationship. Let's concept, do this. Let's, let's say right? persistent instead of naggy because that has a negative connotation. Well, then but... let's take back the negative connotation and say naggy in a positive way. <laughs> we, get, we, can't, we can't say that something just has a negative connotation and never talk about it. Talking about no, it takes not. away that negative, that negative, that negative connotation to it. I'm cracking up. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> because listen, most of our parents—not I can't say most of our parents. Some of our parents are naggy, but then we, from that, we recognize like, oh, I clearly needed more direction. Then you take that into your adult life, like, okay, I know that this is now the type of learner that I am. That like I, 
because I don't just pick up things on the first or second go, mm -hmm. I need the micromanager. And so like, if that's your, if that's your type of partner, you also need to understand that about the partner that you chose. If you're worried about being naggy, ask them, is that something that bothers them? Because it may not bother them. It's further communication. It's, is what you're it's, saying. Exactly. <laughs> it's com and the funny thing is like the majority of people don't communicate about what about their communication. They just talk and they assume, well, this person gets it. Because you're an adult. That's the that's what I hear in all my sessions. Same. And all my talking to random people about communication is always you're an adult. You should mm -hmm. know. I shouldn't mm -hmm. have to explain. Yes, exactly. You do. People are different. Yeah, hundred percent. They don't. They don't act, think, and work like you. You no. only do that. So you have to work through whatever communication error, like communication things exist, if you want to, like, maintain this relationship. And that's romantic. That's friend. That's work. Like. You, you got to figure out how that works, which then leads to like my main point of everything with this question in general is like, know your audience. Yeah. It's like, it's, it really is, you know, the person that you are communicating with for the most part, this is, I'm a, like, this is, we're talking in relationship, in friendship, in situationship. So like, whether it's, a boyfriend, girlfriend, a day friend, a baby mama, baby dad, a best friend, a ex best friend, whatever. I'm. We're going into this thinking that you spend a lot of time with this person, so you would know how best to communicate. But you have to, like I said way back on whatever episode it was. You gotta put yourself into their shoes and not put them not put you in their shoes and still think like you. Put yourself in their shoes and figure out how they're receiving what you're giving. Come on now. Come on now, best friend. And so you'll it'll just be better after that. But for me personally, I always ask, like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you hear me? Like I try to do these like reassurance checkpoints just to make sure like you're hearing me, you're understanding me and my point's coming across. And you still hear. Right. Because a lot of the girls disassociate. But that's another no. conversation. Mm. Well. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. So the next question was quick calm down tips for angsty preteen. And baby, I don't, I don't know. Quick what? Quick cool down tips for an angsty preteen. Oh. I don't know um, if there's anything quick about that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this just this goes to how well you know that preteen. Yeah. Like we can think about I know you and I who saw two brothers where we came from. Woo! Two very different brothers Woo! that 
for the most part, just acted like young teenage boys. Yep. Mostly together. Then when we got them separate, there was a little bit more, you picked up on the angst. You picked up on the family problems. You fi- you picked up on the self-esteem issues, The all these different things that like all of these angsty kids are going through. But we had to get to a point where we knew like, oh, playing games works. Oh, a good distraction works. Oh, um, let's, let's change the topic and then come back to it. So almost like you have to know that, that, that team to know what they're into and what they're like, what they do like and feed into that a little bit to be able to like get meet them where they're at. You know what I mean? I believe too also when I think about angsty, I'm thinking about feeling unsure. And I know that in my dealings with children and adolescents mm-hmm. that they can smell fear. Fair. And when you're not confident in something and they exploit it. So angsty if she's feeling a little moody, um, being clear, direct, and confident yep. in how you respond is going to get you a lot further than yelling. That's fair. Or ignoring it. 100%. Don't, don't ignore that. No, please it's don't. Just, oh, please don't. <laughs> don't do See that. the don't signs. The girls, y'all know y'all ignore. Kids. But, um, don't ignore, be clear and direct, mm-hmm. um, and know and, when to say when, right. um, because I find that a lot of parents struggle with that because that's how we were parented, where mm-hmm. your, your parent may harass you until you respond or give them what they want or the response that they want, but yeah. we got to know when to say when is okay. I need to revisit this. Mm-hmm. Because you're irritated, I'm irritated. The communication is not happening. Mm-hmm. I think right. my last tip for that is to also remember, like two things: one, that you used to be an angsty teen, whether it was outward, whether it was inward, whether it was for uh, a week, or whether it was for four years of high school. Ooh, you, yeah. you you were at one point an angsty teen. So you remember what it's like to be in that headspace. So like, go back to that headspace and act like you're talking to yourself. You knew what you needed back then. Your kid probably needs the same thing. The number two part of that is to also remember that there are kids and a lot of we talk to a lot of adults who are just like, well, he's old enough to know he should know. Or we already went through this. She should be over this. No. And it's a lot of these like things that we, that we know as adults. But I tell people all the time, like, if you would have went back in time as you now to tell yourself back then, exactly what to do to end like to end with a different result or to get a different result i would venture to say 
maybe five to six times out of ten, you're you're not gonna hear it. Like you're not gonna listen to it. You're gonna keep doing what you're doing. Right. Because you're a team and you you're invincible. And you know what the world is like. And you're angsty and got all the emotions. That you don't know how to deal with or process. Exactly. So like you have to there are a lot of things that you have to handhold these kids through. And as much as you don't want to, or as much as you feel like they quote unquote should know, you're going to have to walk kids through a lot of these things because they're still kids, regardless of who raised them. Yeah. Oh my God, that was deep. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Hold on. Hold on. I liked it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the next one. Let me see how much time we got. I don't. Okay. Oh yeah, we got ten minutes. Okay. Um, I was like, how long have we been on here? For like ninety years. Um. <laughs> so, the next one. Oh, you know what? We're we're going to come back to that one. We I'm going to do this one because it speaks specifically to like therapists and how we deal with stuff personally and mm-hmm. professionally. Doesn't it drain you to listen to people's problems all day, every day? Yep. Child. Yep. Some smoke in the city. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. But to be fair, uh, I feel like this is just the person that I've been forever. And so I've always just been a listener. And so you get, you learn to get like less exhausted, I suppose. Um, But then you also, you make sure you stay up on your self-care. You give yourself breaks throughout the day. Um, I mean, I don't particularly, I'm not a person who would just stack my caseload and be busy for all those straight hours. Like the way that I manage my schedule, we knew the people that were going to come in and be like 15 minutes. We knew the people that were going to come in and be 30 minutes. We know the people that were going to come in and be an hour and 10 minutes. Ooh. Yeah. And so, like, we scheduled our days appropriately so that way we have those breaks to be able to um, get, <laughs> bless you. Sorry. <laughs> to, Sorry. Bless you. Don't be. You can't help it. Um, you can't help it and we can't mute this. We so, can't. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I was sick from the beginning. Don't do that. <laughs> That's true. But uh, but I think for me, that's how I did it. I just always tried to make sure that I had like a couple mini breaks that I could go and break away from my desk, my office, um, my environment so that it it throws me out so that when I come back, it doesn't feel like I've been sitting there all day. Yeah, um, I think. Prior to my current situation, I compartmentalized a lot of what I do for work. Like, I didn't. I would leave it in a parking lot. Unless it was something, like, really heavy. Right? Fuck it. It is what it is. I gotta go home with this. But, nine times out of ten, I was leaving it in a parking lot. Like, once I got my car, like, and I did my coping skills in my car, which were either, like, a podcast, an audiobook, or like music, 
once I got nope. my car and I cut that shit on, it's like I didn't go to work. Like, and I had to train myself to do that. Um, and that got me through, I'm going to say the last four or five years, mm-hmm. maybe six. Before that, I was, I was making it. But I know that that was a part of my self-care that keeps me from hanging on to um, people's problems, quote-unquote. Um, I love what I do, and it's, it gives me satisfaction mm-hmm. to do what it is that I do, to be able to be trusted by so many people, to be able to be revered or respected enough by so many people um, for them to inquire or ask my advice or listen or, you know, want me to listen to them. So I don't really view it as like that, even mm-hmm. that's really what it is. Um, <laughs> but I know that that's what's helped me process through working in human services or even working with the public um, these last five or six years. Damn, it might even been longer. I would say even oh, longer. It's longer. Damn, like I would say my whole career. Um, I I've been doing those things that I told you when I cut it off, and I'm like, that's my time. And then when I go home, I I'm in the home area. Um, but I've always done that. Like it is what it is. Like I don't, I'm not at work. Leave me the fuck yeah. alone. <laughs> I don't hear nothing about that shit. But you no, know, now being as though in the last two years, three something, almost three, um, work has kind of been in the home because I haven't worked an official real job um not a real job <laughs> I haven't worked a nine to five not a real job not a real job I haven't worked a nine to five in like two years so hey that's really crazy and I love it here um and I'm not probably I'm not even gonna say I'm not going back I'm not going back um I, I cook cook whatever I gotta do um because I knew that wasn't the format for me however I will say that it does require me to do a little bit more just because I have to separate my home and my work. Um, which is hard because I run a business. <laughs> so when you run a business, there's no separation. Like, you're on call 99.9% of the time. But, like I said, doing those coping mechanisms, like throwing a podcast on, throwing a book on, maybe hopping on YouTube, watching a couple videos to, like, unwind and decompress has definitely helped me not take on everybody's problems um, mm-hmm. and enhance cleansing and um, releasing tactics that I do, right? Um, so I make spiritual products for cleansing. So I do a spray, which shout out to the people in human services and I work with the public. I got yes. something for y'all coming. Ooh, just good. wait with it. I got something I think I'm just spraying my desk. I still use it on an every other day basis. Okay. I got stuff for the gross because the gross need it, but I will use my cleansing spray between clients because that's going to reset my energy. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to be like, because I see my people back to back so I could be done. So, okay, a little mist in between and I'm good to go for the next person. Like that energy is released. All right, now we're going on to the next person. Um, so those are some of the things that I've put into place and, you know, showering, I use, you know, I cleanse, so I'm not keeping everybody's energy on me. Yes. You know what I mean? Washing Water. your hands. So even if you don't have the products or you're not a spiritual person, washing your hands between clients, you know, going in and out of the building <laughs> between clients. 
Right. Because you're physically, like you said, for you, like getting up and physically being like, okay, I got breaks to go do other things so I cannot feel like I'm sanitary. Um, yeah. So doing those types of things, and again, they're not spiritual, like washing your hands or going in and out of your office in between clients, um, helps move that energy out of the way for you to move forward. Yep. So you don't feel overburdened. Um, but um, we have so many questions. Oh, no. But we have so little time. Well, we were going to end off with the uh, the healing question that I saw, which I think it's on the second picture. Yes, I and found it, that. Um, so the last yeah. one we're going to talk about is when do I know I'm healed? Yes. Baby, baby, growl. <laughs> baby, growl. No. Um, you're not healed until you're six feet under, baby. That's, that's okay. a that the girls be lying on the internet and tell y'all that you can heal from shit. You absolutely will be on your healing journey until you die and come back and you want another yeah. one. So well, correct. And there are things that like there are things you heal from, but I don't know. I think of healed as like self-actualized. Okay, get into it. Come on. Don't be don't be on my head with this perspective. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, like, essentially, when you're a self-actualized person, shout out to all, us, the all okay. five of us. <laughs> okay, the the SAC, the SAC, the self-actualized oh. club. Welcome to the SAC. Um, all five of us. <laughs> but when you when you get there, like, it all of you, all of your needs are met. You've gone through all of the stages, and everything is. Everything is just done. And so I think for a lot of us, because life happens at us, like it is the number one thing that I took away from probably a Boy Meets World episode. I'm not even one of Come on, y'all. But life happens at us. We only can control how we react to it, which means we can heal from a relationship. We can heal from a death. We can heal from the things that were done to us, but they still live here. Right? Like, if you, I mean, as simple as, like, I scraped my knee, I scraped my knee doing all the things when I was a kid, but I still have the scars. But I'm, I'm not afraid to ride a bike. But I still have the scars. Yeah. So, like, I'm healed from it. But who's to say that I won't walk outside, go get on a bike now, and, like, re-hurt myself on the same knee and have to, like, re-go through a similar situation? It may not be the same, but then you have to use that use the original as a reference point to how to cope with what's happening now and what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. And what I'm going to say to kind of piggyback, come on, come on, piggyback on what you were saying. And when I say you cannot heal, I mean, healing is a continuous journey and it sounds overwhelming and overburdened. Like, well, damn, what's the point of me talking about this if it's never going to quote unquote be healed? Yeah. 
Right. Um, it's worth it because at each checkpoint on your healing right. journey, you open up a new portal. Correct. Or you open up a new level that you have to get through with this particular wound. Right. So it's always being worked on or it should always be worked on because things can go into remission, but right. that doesn't mean they're completely not in your body or gone. They just exactly. are dormant, which is what you're saying. But I guess I'm just piggybacking off what you're saying. Like yep. that's how, yeah, that's yeah. why I explain it Yeah, as you're healing and that's it. Don't put the ED or pass because that means you stop working and you should Correct. not stop working right. on your healing because at one point it might these triggers, this set of triggers or this episode is like whoo, we're done. Right. As soon as you cross that threshold here's another set of triggers. Here's another right. set of complications. Here's another set of trials. Here's another set of tests. Yeah. So you you would always continuously be working for the growth. Hence why I would not tell somebody they're healed. Yeah. Because I think like we, how many people do have we met with where they come to us and they're like, damn, I thought I healed from that. Or damn, I thought I was over that. Or damn, I thought I got through that. And the actuality of it is you did. Yeah, You've got through it for what you needed to get through it for. At that time. At that point. But now, like, think of it as your your episode is done, but your show's not over. Ooh, baby, come on. Now, shit, you better say right? that. You better say I mean, that. Like, <laughs> just, like, just like we talked about with the episode from last week, how cliche that movie was, right? Like, right. everything in it, nothing was necessarily new. But it was so well done. We really enjoyed it. It gave you the perception that it was something different. Mm. Exactly. All time, same shit. Right. So then think about that, like, with the other shows that we watch. How many times did we have to see somebody, like, do a makeover to get the, the person to go to prom with them? Or to get them to go out on a date with them, or re-notice a best friend who, like, you never saw in that life. How, we can name at least six shows where we've seen all of that happen, but it's different context, it's different situations, it looks a little different, it's different ages, it's different time periods. Like, there are ways that things come up that appear to be different, but in actuality are the same. But yeah. there's still, I want, there is a takeaway that I want to like come from that. Because like you said, for some people, their automatic thought would be like, well, then why am I doing it? And to combat that a little bit, well, a lot of it. One, I think it's fun to discover new things about yourself. And discover new ways that you handle situations or discover new ways that situations can manifest but then two i think there's always something to take away from it that you probably weren't expecting or didn't realize that you did you're just going to up one day and be like oh i started doing this when did i start doing this oh when that happened when i thought i was over this but then this happened and then this happened and now i'm here so i think it's fun and i think it's interesting where the moments where you get to see yourself grow 
or that you had growth in a particular area. Yeah. That's the reason. Self-development. Yes. Self-mastery. As the world to get into alignment with. Um, it just every time you talk, I just get new ideas. This is why you're my best friend. Um I just because we gotta wrap this up. Um we'll come back and talk about self-esteem a little bit deeper. Um, because self-mastery has everything to do with self-actualization, which is very much tied to the self-concept that goes into the self-esteem and worth in um confidence conversation yeah. and I feel like we need to have it because the girls need to know it's not all the same thing um, That's but fair. I love you guys same and under your full moon make some water get you a glass yes, of water or a, a bucket need it shit <laughs> um, take it outside put it in your car in your dash or put it on your window seal you know open up that so you let that light in and let the moon penetrate her. You can put your crystals. You can put your oils. You can put all your spiritual you know, materials and tools up and get them charged up. Um, it's a blood moon, so it's very potent and will expand um, for the growth. So if you have some things you need to expand upon, uh-huh. this is a really good moon to get into. Um, personally, I observe her. I don't do too much because I'm too tired. But those are some of the things that you can do. You can take a virtual bed, you know, um, and really get into her. But she gives me sleep, and I, I appreciate that from her, and I take it, and I, I enjoy it. Um, but those are some of the things you can do in this full moon. Again, I love you guys. I hope you guys have an amazing week. You will get two episodes this evening. Yeah. Allow. Get into it. Shout out and... to two is better than one. <laughs> two is always better than one. And... um. Mr. Stefan, please call me later. I shall. We have several things to discuss. We have a a lot of things. Okay, sir? Yes. So please make sure you call. And I will. We'll see everybody next week on a Fair Game Night. Woo woo! Bye. Bye.